0: All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Parkinson's Association of San Diego Microcast series. I'm your host, Jeff Seckendorf, here today with Chris Corpus. Hey, Chris. How's it going, Jeff? And Marty Acevedo. So, Marty is the board president at the Parkinson's Association, and she's had Parkinson's for a long time and manages it really well. And we're going to talk to her about exercise and some of her experiences. Hey, Marty. Hey. So let's start with Chris, and then we'll talk about his company Renew Health, and then we'll come back and we'll uh, we'll talk to Marty a little bit about her experiences at Renew and some of her thoughts on doing exercise at home versus in the gym and some of her experiences. So, Chris, give me the two-second version of Renew Health, how it was conceived and and the way it's set up.
1: I started Renew Health in 2010. I first started working with spinal cord injuries at a nonprofit in Carlsbad. I worked there for about seven years or so, and then decided to have my own business. And when uh, when I started, I was gonna have a brick and mortar, but a lot of my clients thought it was a little bit difficult for for them to make it there. So then I decided that uh, we're gonna do in-home. We, cut, we grew from San Diego all, of, all the way up into Orange County uh, and into LA. Just last year, which is 2021, we ended up opening our own space just because we also felt the need that a a brick and mortar can be helpful for those that want to have access to to certain equipment and just be around other people that are going through the same uh, kind of situation. And so that can that can be motivating.
0: So I've been to your your facility in San Diego, and it's awesome. It's big and it's clean and it's filled with cool stuff. So, do you call it a gym? What do you call uh,
1: it? Yeah, so we we call it a gym. Um, we do have basic gym equipment that everyone can use, uh, that you and I would use, um, and then we also have uh, equipment in there that you know is specific towards working with people with neurological um, disorders.
0: So when you look at your client base, how many of those people prefer being at home or prefer actually coming to the gym? I would say fifty fifty.
1: Majority of our clients really like to be like to be home.
0: So people with balance issues, which is common in Parkinson's, do they tend to do better at home or better in a facility that's got equipment specifically to work with that uh, that issue? That, again,
1: that's also hard to, to, to quantify. Really we wanna customize the program to to them. And so whatever that may be if they don't want to go to the gym and we're trying to force them into the gym, you know, consistency is really key. Uh, compliance is is really key. So we want to do that where they feel feel the most comfortable, and we can get similar results being in the home or um, being uh, or, or or them coming coming to the gym.
0: I think you hit on a really important thing, which is consistency, right? Any structured program only works if there is consistency. Do you see equal compliance with people who are working with one of your home trainers versus coming in or is compliance generally better if they have to come to a facility and use the gear and work with someone?
1: Very great question. I I believe compliance is better when we come into their home because they know like, oh, Chris is coming over. There's less barriers, I guess I would say, where they would have to get ready. They're going to be in front of people. And those barriers can always be either, you know, a reason for them not to. But when we're coming to them, uh, there's really, there's really no excuse besides throwing on a gym shirt or, and some sweats and and we're ready to go.
0: So what's the future look like for Renew? I mean, you guys have this great facility and you've got this huge team that's That's, you know, seeing people at home. Where do you see yourself going with Parkinson's patients?
1: One, we may open another gym up in Orange County and we wanna kind of work our way up the coast. We've also been uh, getting involved with adaptive technologies. Exercise is very important. Is there anything else that we can do out there to make exercise more effective?
0: So it sounds like you're looking at cool technologies that are coming online for people um, with balance issues and and other symptoms of Parkinson's, right?
1: We are. We are.
0: All right. So now, Marty, you've been going to Renew for about a year, right?
2: Yes. Yeah, just over a year. Yes.
0: What's been your overall experience and are you having them come to your home or are you going to the gym here in San Diego?
2: I go into the gym um, and work with one of the kinesiologists who is on staff there, Mika, and my experience with them has been very positive. I'm a lifelong physical therapy patient because of some orthopedic issues I had as at birth, and so I'm very familiar with how important physical therapy is. I never worked with a kinesiologist per se before. I've really benefited from working with Mika because of her cueing, her identifying how what. Different muscle groups are weak or um, not working at their maximum capacity and then giving me exercises to improve upon the things that I need to improve upon.
0: So Marty, when you're working at Renew, you're working with an in, one-on-one with one of the kinesiologists. So that's important, right? Yes. Right? As opposed to what you were doing during the pandemic on Zoom and things like that. So can you talk about that for a moment? Sure.
2: I have a pretty pretty robust exercise schedule that includes some some videos on Zoom and not just videos, but in-person um, live Zoom classes and some peddling that I do with the group. But when I go into the gym, I have a person who is just one-on-one with me, cueing me to do certain specific things at specific times, uh, correcting posture, correcting different positioning of my whatever is not correct at the time, and then working me in ways that strengthens and improves my gait and posture um, with pretty innovative, different creative ways of doing things. I'm also able to work with the equipment that they have in the gym that I don't have access to at home.
0: I think the one-on-one thing is really important. I work with a personal trainer on my own weight program. And I know that I'm able to work with much heavier weights and get much stronger faster when somebody's watching because I've reduced my chance of injury by a zillion percent because my form is always being corrected, watched, and taken care of. So I think that's important at every level of exercise, be it a training program in a gym for strength or a training program for Parkinson's. So that part's important. And then the difference between home and in the gym, obviously the gym is filled with cool specialty Equipment. Yes,
2: exactly. Um, I don't have a BOSU ball at home. And the BOSU ball is something that's always intimidated me because when I've used it in the past, I couldn't even get on it and stand for a second. And now I'm able to just go up onto the BOSU ball and stand there and do different things like squats, close my eyes, do different twists and that type of thing without feeling like I'm going to step off or fall off.
0: A BOSU ball, it's like a half a beach ball with a platform that you can stand on. Correct. Correct. And when you stand on the Bosu ball, do you stand on the the platform side or do you stand on the the ball side?
2: The ball side of the Bosu. Um, there's also weight machines. There's a vibrating board that that, that duplicates different types of uh, terrain that helps you to um, improve your balance. There's There's just a a lot of different equipment that's available there that I don't have at home.
0: So there was something else that you mentioned when we were talking earlier about spinal stimulation. Can you tell us about that?
2: The folks at Renew Health did a pilot study for spinal stimulation of the thoracic spine um, for people with Parkinson's. And they're looking at whether that would help with neurofeedback to improve neuroplasticity and people with Parkinson's related to their gait and other things. They also looked at some non-motor symptoms that I did not have issue with. Doing that for 10 weeks, that study was 10 weeks long. I'm not sure how it worked, but my lateral movement has improved. My freezing of gait that I had when moving laterally improved. My posture has definitely improved. And I don't know if that's from the cueing from my trainer or if it's from the stimulation but my gait has also improved as far as speed and the the quality of my gait. And that's been sustained because I ended that study in late July and went back in December after several months off because of travel and other things. And my improvements were all sustained during that time.
0: That's amazing that the retention has worked that well. And we of course have to have a disclaimer in here that this is your experience not necessarily everybody else's
2: yes it's my experience and my experience alone and there's no guarantee that I wouldn't have had that same experience with other types of physical therapy or other different ways of intervention
0: but it's super cool that it worked now now I've known you for a long time and you are one of the most committed structured exercisers in Parkinson's who I've ever met and of course I think that's the key to the whole project or the whole thing is, you know, structured exercise, do it every day. Don't be random. Don't think that going for a half hour walk is enough. Right.
2: Exactly. And you have to do varied things. You still have to do your cardio workout. You still have to do paced exercise, forced paced exercise, like cycling. Um, Stretching is important. I do yoga pretty much every day. Um, And then weight training is equally as important.
0: It's amazing when we were involved uh, more with Coach Me Strong, we used to tell people coming in that once they get diagnosed with Parkinson's, whatever their job or career was, it's now been replaced by professional athlete.
2: Yes, yeah.
0: Because the difference, so I'm an amateur athlete. If I don't want to train or it's crappy or raining or snowing out or whatever, I just don't go or I move it to something I can do. If you're a professional athlete and someone says train, you just train.
2: Right, it's just part of what you do, yeah.
0: Right, and that's kind of what Parkinson's brings you to is that, you know, you basically have to become a professional athlete, and you can't say, well, I don't want to train today, so I won't.
2: Right, and that takes a lot of self-discipline and self-motivation, which is all sometimes something that you push aside, so that's one thing about going into a practice, whether it's a physical therapist or a kinesiologist or a trainer, whoever it might be, exercise physiologist. If you have an appointment to go see that person, you're gonna make it and you're gonna exercise for that full hour.
0: Yeah, no, it's cool. So all right. Well, thanks for your insights on, you know, structured exercise, renew health, one on one training. And uh I, I think it's awesome how you're doing and, and you're just crushing Parkinson. So it's great to see.
2: Well, I my doctor tells me I'm unique, so um, in many and more ways than just my commitment to exercise but thanks i appreciate that
0: well we should bring that uniqueness to other people because you're (laughs) doing great so all right thanks everybody for listening you can catch us wherever you get your podcast pandora spotify apple all of that be sure to leave us a rating and review and we will see you all on the next one thanks everybody